Hi there! Welcome to this week's episode of REAP, where REAP stands for Read, Examine, Apply, Pray. My name's Ed Burdett, and I'm glad to be spending this time with you. As we get started, I wanted to say that REAP, as well as the daily readings at One Year Bible Podcast, is possible because of donations from listeners like you. We don't run ads, so all of our support comes from listeners who value what we do and want others to experience it as well. Every dollar donated lets us reach over 250 people with Bible resources. So if this podcast is valuable to you, or if you'd like to help spread the word across the world, would you join us in supporting this work? To donate, you can visit oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully give to help us in our mission. And once more, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. And now, on to REAP. The purpose of REAP is for us to learn and then practice a pattern for getting more out of Scripture as we read and listen through. The way it works, we pick a section of this day's reading, either from the Old Testament, the New Testament, or the Psalms. And then using that passage, we walk through this four-step process. First, we read the passage, and next we examine it. This is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that catches our attention. After that, we look to apply the passage, connecting it with our lives today. And lastly, we get to pray. Our passage this week comes from our New Testament reading. It's from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. Using this passage, then, we'll read, examine, apply, and pray. Before we begin, let's ask God's blessing on our time. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for this time in your word. Thank you that you have given us your word for so many good reasons. We are grateful as you help us understand it and as it sinks into our lives. May this word accomplish just what you want it to accomplish in our lives through this time. We pray this through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's start now with our reading. This is Mark chapter 11, starting in verse 1. When they, that is, Jesus and his disciples, came near to Jerusalem, to Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he, that is, Jesus, sent two of his disciples, and said to them, Go your way into the village that is opposite you. Immediately as you enter into it, you will find a young donkey tied, on which no one has sat. Untie him and bring him. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord needs him, and immediately he will send him back here. They went away and found a young donkey tied at the door outside in the open street, and they untied him. Some of those who stood there asked them, What are you doing, untying the young donkey? They said to them just as Jesus had said, and they let them go. They brought the young donkey to Jesus and threw their garments on it, and Jesus sat on it. Many spread their garments on the way, and others were cutting down branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. Those who went in front and those who followed cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that is coming in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered into the temple in Jerusalem. When he had looked around at everything, it being now evening, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. This is our reading, and now we'll begin examining this passage by bringing up anything that stands out, anything that catches our attention here. The first thing that stood out to me in this passage, it's in the second verse we read. Here, Jesus is giving his disciples instructions, and he says that when they enter this village, they will find a young donkey tied on which no one has sat. It stood out to me that no one had ever sat on this particular animal before. 
Another thing that stands out in these couple verses, verses 2 and 3 that we read, is how Jesus is revealing his authority. He says, if anyone questions what you're doing, which to a bystander might look like stealing a donkey, Jesus says, just tell them the Lord needs him and they'll let you go. Jesus has the rightful authority over any part of his creation to use it for his purposes. Another thing that stood out in this passage, it's in the first seven verses that we read, which are all about these instructions to go and get this donkey, and then the disciples following those instructions carefully. It's interesting, a whole seven verses are devoted to this donkey that Jesus will ride into Jerusalem on. In verse 7, we read this. It says, They, that is these two disciples, brought the young donkey to Jesus and threw their garments on it, and Jesus sat on it. I wonder if his disciples realized that something significant was happening, that Jesus' entry into Jerusalem this time was leading to something powerful, something final. I wonder if they could feel this and if that's why they put their garments on this donkey. They want to give Jesus a proper entry. Then in the next verse, verse 8, it said, Many spread their garments on the way, and others were cutting down branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. It turns out then that there's a whole crowd of people around and that many of them want to honor Jesus in this moment. In verse 9 and 10, we read that they cry out things like, Hosanna. Hosanna means save. They also cried out, Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that is coming in the name of the Lord. Isn't that interesting that they connect King David with the Lord Jesus? This seems to be a sign that they are seeing the fulfillment of the prophecies about this coming king. The last verse we read, verse 11, says this, Jesus entered into the temple in Jerusalem. When he had looked around at everything, it being now evening, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. There is something poignant about this verse, where it says Jesus looked around at everything. I wonder if this was like a last visit around your hometown before you leave it forever, going around seeing the sights and the places that are special to you. Jesus may well already be feeling the weight of what is about to come. Perhaps he's starting to feel a sense of loss, of displacement, even of loneliness. But at the end of verse 11, we at least read this. It says, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. His disciples may not have understood what Jesus was feeling. They didn't know what was to come, but at least they are with him. He's not alone in this moment. To me, there seems to be a poignant, almost sadness in this last verse we read. These are the things that stand out to me, and if I missed something that you noticed, feel free to share that as a comment over at oneyearbiblepodcast.com on the webpage for this day's REAP episode. Now let's move on to the application portion of REAP. And again, this is where we look to connect what we've read with our lives today. As we saw, this passage goes into detail about the acquisition of the donkey that Jesus rides on. I wonder if part of the reason for this is how remarkably it all happened. The disciples basically steal a donkey, or it would be stealing if the owner of the donkey, the true owner, wasn't calling it for his use. What they experience is exactly what Jesus tells them. And when they respond to the people who question them as they start to untie the donkey, in verse 6 it says, They said to them, just as Jesus had said, and they let them go. An application for us could be to bring to mind perhaps a similar experience that we may have had. Maybe this was a time where we told the plain truth and expected to get in trouble for it but didn't. Maybe we said something that we thought might generate a strong and angry reaction, but actually led to peace. When the disciples speak the words of Jesus, even in this situation where they might expect to get in trouble, his words are powerful. They give unexpected access. 
Can you recall an experience of words giving unexpected access? Could that have been a moment of grace just like these disciples experienced as they spoke the words that Jesus gave them? So, bringing to mind one such moment that we might have experienced, like these disciples did, is one application we could make of this passage. If you see another one, feel free to share that also as a comment at the webpage for this day's REAP episode. Now let's move on to the last part of REAP, where we get to pray. Father in heaven, we thank you that you truly are the owner of all things. You command and it happens. Thank you that as your son faithfully walked towards Jerusalem to fulfill his mission as a perfect sacrifice, thank you that it all went according to your good plan. He did not turn away, he did not quit, but instead, in love, he followed your direction, Father God, and gave himself up for us. Thank you for the way that this passage shows us that you really are Lord of all. Everything belongs to you. In a way, this moment of people throwing their garments on the road in front of you is strange. And yet, isn't this a rightful response, Lord Jesus, to who you are? Shouldn't this be normal in some sense, that this would happen because you are God? Thank you for coming to us. Thank you for loving us so perfectly. Thank you for your words and your actions recorded here. I pray that like your disciples, we too would listen for your words and be willing to faithfully step into situations that might frighten us, knowing that you are with us and that you've given us your word. Your name, Jesus, is powerful. Your name is holy. And we pray all these things in your holy and powerful name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me for this week's episode of REAP. In addition to this recorded version, we also meet as a group and do REAP live. This happens over Zoom every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. From 12 o'clock to 12.45, we read, examine, apply, and pray together. If you'd like to join us, you're more than welcome to. The way to get that information is to send me a note through oneyearbiblepodcast.com. That way I'll have your email address and can send you the Zoom links for those Friday sessions. It's always an encouraging and inspiring time circled around God's Word, and I hope you'll join us on one of these upcoming Fridays. That's all the announcements we have for this week. I hope you have a good Friday and weekend and week upcoming, and I look forward to talking with you soon. 